what's going on? What's next? Well, what is going on with the voice? Now, it is sad for Indigenous Australians that that this didn't get up or something which was going to improve their lot in Australia. But I think that what you and I have have concluded, having, having talked about this off air, is that it was an enormous wasted opportunity. Mm. So $400 million is the cost of having the referendum, which could have been spent on building hospitals. It could have been spent on education programs. It could have been spent on a whole lot of targeted material, physical, useful things for Aboriginal communities doing it tough. But unfortunately, the way that it was framed and the, mm. and the exact offering that was provided to the public of Australia to vote on, and it's compulsory voting, so you had to vote. You couldn't just abstain. You had to vote. It was a very expensive lost opportunity. It essentially was an emotional pitch. It was vague. It was fraught with unknown consequences and risks. And it was an appeal to people's hearts, not minds. And I don't think that that is enough. I think you have to appeal. You can appeal to people's hearts, but you also need to make it stack up in their minds as well. Mm. It has to make sense. And I just don't think it did. I think that, you know, for example, you say, okay, well, we're giving people a voice to parliament. But they already have a voice in parliament because they're elected representatives. There are they people- have 3%. 3% of Parliament are Aboriginal. And they have opportunities to compete any seat in the country if they want to. There's no yeah. reason why they can't. So they have a voice in Parliament. So how is this different? It was never explained to me properly what the difference exactly was. And let me just go through some articles that have been published in, in the press around the world on this. A UK pollster called uh, Focal Data was one of the few polls well in fact all the polls were pretty consistent in saying that they thought the voice was going to fail as a referendum in the lead up to the actual day when the referendum was held but one of the most accurate uh, in predicting the exact you know what the percentage was which was approximately 60 40 mm. uh, around australia which is pretty strong considering you know the way that oh, yeah. you know the way that elections go which are normally like 49.5 to 51.5 or 50.5 rather you know we have line ball voting in australia so 60-40 is quite a strong outcome against The Voice. And, and this UK pollster, Focal Data, gave six reasons. Number one, The Voice is a hard-to-understand concept. Number two, the yes side only had one cogent argument to win, and the no camp had three. The failure of yes to present The Voice is a, a bipartisan. Oh, that's so, and, and, and actually, this is something that Albanese, the Prime Minister, came out with after that after the uh, failure was, was acknowledged. And it was a bit of a, a swipe at the opposition because it was sort of blaming them, saying, well, the only time referenda pass in Australia, it, it, historically, is when you have bipartisan support. So they didn't have the opposition supporting it. Therefore, it didn't get up. Well, that's another reason cited by Focal Data. Number four, the look and feel of the Yes campaign was far away from the median voter. So I guess it, was, it wasn't pitched correctly. It was pitched at a, at a minority or at a, a small section of society rather than the median voter. The fifth reason, Labor has forgotten quite how far its rural voters in Queensland and Western Australia are compared to regional New South Wales and Victorian voters. Interesting one. And six, there is an underlying bias towards the status quo. So when in doubt, voters, send, the voters tend to just go, okay, well, I'm, well, let's just leave it as it is, leave things as they are. So those are the reasons given by focal data. Well, I think an average Australian, look, here's where it sits. Labor, Labor's... Um we're incompetent to explain to us 
what they were trying to achieve. I had no idea what they were going to achieve with the Aboriginal the vote, the yes vote. Do they then have a parliament? I don't know. Who's on it? Oh, I'm not going to tell you. Um, okay, and what sort of power have they got? Well, we can't say yet. Now, only a fool would vote for something like that. You just you can't vote for something you don't know anything about. I mean, common sense took over. Look, I want to see everyone share the wealth in this country, and they, and they deserve to because we're selling off mining, and they should be shared with everyone. But you've got to explain to me what this yes vote means. Oh, it means the Aboriginal will have a parliament, and, and who'll be in it? Well, I'm not going to tell you. What are they out to achieve? Um, well, we can't tell you that yet either. So how will it affect our government? I can't tell you that. What can you tell me? Oh, if you vote for it, it's a good thing. Now, most people with common sense would say, well, I don't get this. I'm not, I'm not going to vote for something. They're not going to explain it to me. And they didn't in every way that went around. They'd laugh, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you, you're racist. I'm not racist. I just didn't understand what they were trying to achieve here. You know, yes, mm. for what? Who's going to be in it? None of this was explained to us. All I got from the Prime Minister was, trust me. Well, no, I don't trust you or any Prime Minister. I don't trust any of these guys. I have no idea what they were trying to achieve. So it was a very, very costly exercise, $400 million. Could have built hospitals, could have, could have spent it on education, could have spent it on alcohol rehab or you know, all sorts of hot issues that are affecting. Yeah. You know, we've, had, we've had interventions. Don't forget, it's happened twice within the last 20 years, the army's been sent into the north of Australia to clean the mess up, where mm. it's literally out of control. And law and order's broken down because alcohol-driven, you have to put an additive into fuel to stop people sniffing it up there. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's a pretty bad situation. And this is where I think this, this lost opportunity is because they could have had a referendum that was worded differently, that made sense to people yep. and was worth passing. And, th- and that would have been better for Indigenous people. Instead, now, unfortunately, it's actually a bit divisive because there are Aboriginal people who really can't understand why did the vote go against this? Does that mean that 60% of Australians are racist, don't like Aboriginals? Not at all. What it means is they weren't given something substantive to vote on. Mm. It was too vague. And this is interesting. This comes from, again, from Focal Data UK pollster. They say quite clearly that the voice referendum did not fail due to misinformation from the no campaign, right? Because that was one of the claims that was made. So as as support dwindled, many voice advocates strongly argued voters were being misled by the no side, an accusation strongly put by yes campaigner Thomas Mayo on the night of the referendum in a memorable spray. And this is what he said. We have seen a disgusting no campaign, a campaign that has been dishonest, that has lied to the Australian people, and I'm sure that will come out in the analysis, he said. Focal data's analysis strongly refuted misinformation as a determining factor, saying more Australians were put off by the vagueness of the proposal and the style of the yes campaigning than convinced by the no side. Mm. So it failed because of the yes campaign rather than the no campaign, which is interesting. And that, again, I think that that is a serious issue for the government in if it is prepared to be honest about this, if it really does care and learn some lessons from this, that is something that has to be looked at properly. So it did not fail because of the no campaign. It failed because of the yes campaign fundamental mm. like think about that well well that gets back to you know their incompetence of explaining what they're trying to do here and look at the amount of money we're talking about 50 million dollars spent on trying to push the, uh, the the cause 
through you know that's just on advertising and you know jumping on board with Qantas it's amazing how they're their little buddies now and that's the only airline we can fly in and out of just funny how things like that happen it just it just amazes me that we sit here and we cop this well well isn't um, it interesting all those corporations and sporting groups and so on that waded in with support for the voice they could face a customer backlash because they've clearly misread shareholders mm. employees the people involved in those organisations, sporting organisations, the people who play the sport, the parents, the, the competitors, they've misread their intentions mm. by, by going out on a limb, really, and backing the voice. So they were unrepresentative. I mean, it was argued, you know, a bit darkly, and I, I don't know whether this is true or not, but it was suggested during the campaign that, that Qantas did a deal where Qatar Airlines was refused access to the Australian market in return for Qantas putting uh, voice support logos and words and stuff on their planes it makes you think because the actual cost to paint on an aeroplane is very very expensive you can't just slap paint on it because they've got a certain weight you go and paint an aeroplane it puts tons of weight on the plane itself Mm -hmm. so for you to go and put all this yes stuff there you know you're actually spending a fortune it's certain paint you've got to use you can't just use Mm -hmm. your old jewel axe and slap Mm -hmm. it on Mm -hmm. now who paid for that Mm. i don't know maybe Qantas did so what's their kickback to do that you know and, and that's when you bring up what's happened with Qatar and you don't know but I mean how the hell's it ever ever come to this I mean the bottom line was it was nothing to do with the no vote the whole problem came with the guy that presented the yes vote there was no message I have no idea what we were voting for mm. yeah we're voting for the Aboriginal so they can have their own parliament what sort of parliament oh well we'll tell you later that's the bit that kept mm. getting me. Well, well, okay, who's on it? Oh, we'll tell you later. Yeah. So who's this person I'm voting for that's going to be on Oh, well, we're not going to tell you that. Mm. And, and trust us when we say mm. it's not going to cause ambit claims for land. It's not going to change the way the parliament operates. It's, if it's not going to do all those things, then what is it going to do? Yeah. And, and You could have come up and said, well, here we go. Here's a legal document to say it's not going to do all that. Now, you know, they say trust me, but I'm just looking at something here. We've got a government that said they're going to build 400,000 houses <laughs> next year which I just laugh at that because you can't even get a builder down here to build one house so where the 400,000 houses are going to come from and the people to build it come from I don't know but you know and then they turn around and go yeah but trust me Mm. well you've just blatantly lied to me you cannot build 400,000 houses in a year you you don't even have 400,000 builders let alone 400,000 or the material to do it Mm. because this country hasn't got it you know we just don't have the material shortage in this country cement's gone up concrete's just gone through the roof well, it does seem price, to be a theme you know, with labor just, that they where are we going they, they, they are not great great at managing finances and they're not great <laughs> at, at managing spending mm. and they do have a habit of spending big on emotional issues which they think might work well because of the politics attached to them it costs the whole country and it and it causes things like the credit rating to be downgraded higher interest rates to have to be paid and ultimately at the end we wind up paying higher taxes and getting less services mm. so it's a double Double whammy. You're getting less and you're paying more. Yep. I would like to, to live in a world where there's hope with this no thing. God, I'm not racist. And truly, I wish everyone the best that we can get the best life we can. But you've got to explain things to me. I'm not Einstein. I can't read what your mind is thinking or what their mind's thinking or who they want in there. You, you know, I just need to know what's going on. I mean, it's like signing a contract without being allowed to read the fine print. Oh,